0: This is the
1: Cliffo and Bronte podcast. The Cliffo and Bronte podcast on the day we've nicknamed Pink Day.
0: And
1: legally, that's all we can play on a podcast yep, yep, before it becomes it. copyright. So. We
0: yeah. gave away some of the first tickets in town to see Pink in it. Exactly a year's time. What a weird coincidence. Mm.
1: I sort of worked that out because I went uh, Saturday, Feb 17th, yeah. 2024, and then I looked at today's date and I oh. said that's exactly in your eyes were like
0: what? That was amazing math.
1: It's almost like we planned it that way. It's
0: almost like Pink planned it that way.
1: Um, anywho, uh, tickets are on sale as of sort of right, right now yeah. at livenation.com.au. Hopefully we'll have more to give away.
0: That'd be nice.
1: Um, you'll hear the winner win those bad boys today. That was a lot of fun. Uh, we we also put it out there, um, all the songs that are song covers yeah. that you didn't know.
0: What I thought was um was song covers. terrifying but also very informative, uh, Dr. Carr letting us know how often you should wash your bed sheets.
1: Plus, Bronte testing me on Gen... <laughs> What's the current generation? Gen Z. Gen Z dating terms.
0: Uh, spoiler, he's not dating I, any Gen Zers. I didn't do very well. <laughs> It's coming up. This is your Sexy Fix at Six. A dating dictionary of terms that is particularly being used by young Gen Z singles, but also some of the young millennials. Uh, It's been launched by Tinder because what they're finding, 62% of uh, 18 to 25-year-olds feels like they speak a different language when it comes to dating people that are older than them. That's how weird this generational gap is between the right. millennials and the Gen Zers.
1: Why am I feeling like you're about to unfairly stereotype me?
0: Um, I mean, I can do it in many, many ways. How would you like you do do to do it? You do do it <laughs> in
1: many, many ways. <laughs> Ma- many, doing? many days.
0: You haven't obviously <laughs> been on any dating apps for a very long time. Very long if, time. If ever.
1: No, it is. But there was dating apps before I met my now wife. I'm not
0: talking about arranged marriages back in the day when you had to go get the Queen's what approval. What we used to do
1: was we'd uh, we'd type out our bios on Typewriter <laughs> and we'd, we'd put them out as telegrams.
0: <laughs> I'm going to test you on some of the latest dating lingo, Cliffo, and see how you'd go right. as a young... Do you want some game show music? Yes, please. Yeah, screw this. Right. Welcome. Test me to the sexy fix dating lingo test. Good Yes. What is afo dating?
1: Afo dating. Yeah.
0: Afo okay. Afo dating.
1: Afo dating. Afo dating. Afo dating. The mine goes to an affogato, oh, which is delicious. coffee and ice cream. Afo dating. <laughs>
0: afo dating.
1: I, I, okay, well, maybe is it dating multiple people at once?
0: No, it is affordable mm-hmm. dating. So oh, going on dates—you weren't far off. Going on dates like coffee catch-ups, going for oh, walks, okay. things that like don't break the bank. Obviously, everyone is feeling the pinch at the moment. So, so going on affordable dates.
1: thing was not far off the mark. It wasn't okay. too
0: far. Just stuck with that. All right, number two, kitten fishing.
1: Kitten fishing.
0: Yeah, what is kitten fishing? It's
1: a horrible image.
0: <laughs> I think it's kind of
1: like cute. Fishing with kittens. I think it's. Oh, I okay. thought of like the kittens as the bait. That's what went to my mind. No. Kitten, kitten fishing. F- is it like um fishing for um girls who are like like what's that boho kind of rockabilly oh, okay. kind of look or whatever? Sure. Are they y Um, Is it fishing for those
0: gals? It isn't, as far as this uh, dictionary is concerned. Kitten fishing is changing aspects of yourself to appear more attractive to others. So unlike catfishing, this refers to things such as falsely depicting your actual physical appearance rather than making up an entire identity. So
1: it's like a lesser version of full-on catfishing, yeah, which makes f- sense. It's just kind of kid maybe fishing. using
0: a few too many filters and things. She's, uh, I'm
1: bad at this game.
0: Yeah, but you've been married for 10 years, so mm. you'd hope you would be. Okay, what is Riz? Riz? What
1: is Riz? A character no. in
0: Greece.
1: Boom. No. Thank you. <laughs> One point in the whole game.
0: Riz had Riz, Rizzo had Riz. Riz. What is Riz?
1: Riz, it's like I don't know. Is this like a term for dating sass? Like, like you know, because Rizzo was kind of like over Knicky. She was kind of the boss. Sure. She was sassy. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, you know,
1: like it's dating, but you you dominate. That's Riz. I got the Riz, man.
0: A little bit. I'll give you like a, a third of a point because I'll Riz is when someone has an ability to charm others easily. Can also be referred to as game. You're like when someone's got game. Now they say they've got Riz.
1: It's just becoming clearer and clearer to me that, like, not that anything will ever go wrong with Mish, I'm sure. We are so madly still in love with each other. Together forever. But thank God that is the case. Because if I've got to enter the dating world again, I'm stuffed. (laughs) (laughs) One of the most debated topics in the history of beds and Mm -hmm, bedding and mm -hmm. sleeping and whatnot is the age-old question, how often is one supposed to wash their sheets? Yes. I feel like this is something you and I discussed. I don't know if it was on the air or off the air, but very early in our tenure as a show mm. together, this this topic came up.
0: Yeah, I think we most recently talked about beds and sheets when we were having the top sheet debate. Oh, yeah, you're
1: l- a freak, by the way.
0: No, clearly not. You have uh, to have a top sheet. Absolutely It's crazy don't. to
1: not have a top sheet.
0: Let's not get into this now. But I th- We did a- do
1: that on air, didn't we? Yes. I think we did that on air.
0: And as a result of that chat, we, you were like, well, how often would you then have to wash your sheets because you are just lying with the mm. doona? As I've gotten older, I've gotten better with washing my sheets. When I was younger, I was not washing them very much.
1: Really? What, what are we talking here? Like when you were younger?
0: The worst? Yeah, how long could you go? Maybe like four weeks. That's not that bad. Is it not? No, I didn't think so. What are you doing now?
1: Like, are you doing weekly now? Yeah, once a week. That's really good. Thank
0: you so much. That's
1: very frequent at
0: the moment. No, uh, I haven't washed the sheets that I'm in for probably two weeks. Which You're is doing better gross. than
1: me. You're doing better than me. Really? Yeah, big time. Um, but once and for all, and I thought important to clear this up. Australia's favourite scientist, Dr Carl, has come out on TikTok. Yes, and he has told us how often we should be washing our sheets. Oh, thank sheets. God! And this is from Dr Carl. Like, if anyone knows, it's him. It's Dr Carl. So listen closely to this TikTok because there's a bit of info he runs through.
0: <laughs> G'day, Dr Karl here. Why do you have to change your sheets? Well, Every day, you generate from your skin about one and a half grams of dead skin cells, which both attract and are enough food for a million dust mites. So how often should you wash your sheets? Well, if you're in a very sweaty environment and you sweat during the day and then you come home all sweaty, well, maybe twice a week. At the other extreme, cold environment, don't sweat, wear pyjamas and have a shower before you go to bed, maybe every couple of weeks. The average is every two weeks, and according to one survey... In England, in the United Kingdom, four percent of people wash their sheets once a year.
1: Okay. Ew. That's the info there from Dr. Carl. So on average he says every two weeks. Great. You're y I mean you're probably overdoing it, if anything. I
0: think we need to talk to Leash about this yeah, four percent of the English population who do it once a year. Do you know those people?
1: Is that Are you? you one of
0: them? Yeah, it's probably me. Oh no. uh,
1: <laughs> good. how long until the um, king's coronation? Because, mate, that's first order of business oh. right there. Get on top of that. <laughs> I need to ask you some questions. All right, 200 bucks on the line. But good news, Matt. You're on the air, so, mate, you're in the draw to potentially see pink in Brisbane in a year. Well done. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't Settle get
0: down, too Matt. excited, Matt. Settle down, Matt. Matt. Matt, whoa, whoa. When we go on air, let's make sure we <laughs> up the ante a bit. Oh, well, that's right. We're on it. We're on air now.
1: <laughs> uh, but you've had oh, a good week. You've actually played along each day, and yeah. you've done pretty well against Language, I reckon, right. Matt. At the worst, I've, got, I've had a draw, so I'll, I'll take that. Okay. Oh, he talks a big talk. <laughs> then be fighting words. everybody. Yeah, buddy. Bronte into the soundproof booth for the last time this week. And while she gets in there, Matt, I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock. You good to go? Yeah, mate. Let's do it. Your time starts now. What type of electricity makes hair stick to a comb or a trampoline? Static. What swordsman leaves the mark of the letter Z? Um, what was that again? Sorry? What swordsman leaves the mark of the letter Z? Oh, Zoro. What is further north, the Sydney Opera House or the Burj Khalifa? Uh. uh Burj Khalifa. <laughs> what town do the Simpsons live in? Springfield. Who is referred to as the king of pop? Uh, Michael Jackson. Okay. Just in time there, I think we got all five out, so... Okay, Bronte's coming back in. I'm going to put the same 30 seconds on the clock, and we'll see how she goes.
0: It's cold in the soundproof booth today.
1: (laughs) Uh, Matt did answer all five. He got five answers out, so I'll let you know that. All
0: right. Good to know. Good to know.
1: 30 seconds on the clock, Langers. Your time starts now. What type of electricity makes hair stick to a comb or trampoline? Static. What swordsman leaves the mark of the letter Z? Zorro. What is further north, the Sydney Opera House or the Burj Khalifa? The Burj. What town do the Simpsons live in? Springfield. Who is referred to as the king of pop?
0: Michael Jackson. (laughs)
1: Okay, five answers from both of you. Yeah. But how have we gone, producer Alicia?
0: Uh, Static electricity sticks to a hair to a comb. Both of you got that one correct. Zorro leaves the letter Z. Both of you got that one correct. The Burj Khalifa is further north than the Sydney Opera House. Both of you got that one correct. Damn it. The Simpsons live in Springfield. Both of you got that one correct. And the king of pop is Michael Jackson, which both of you got correct. No! (laughs) Which
1: means
0: Matt takes it out.
1: Due to benefit of the doubt, strikes again.
0: God, you hate that rule. This is the worst part of this game, especially going to someone like Matt. (laughs) <laughs> not only talk to talk, but walk to walk. He
1: did, didn't he? I mean, we lost the three hundred bucks on Monday oh. uh, due to the benefit of the, benefit of the doubt rule, I should say. And Matt, you've done it again, mate. Um, thanks, mate. Two hundred bucks. Sorry, Melly.
0: That's ah, all right. I appreciate yeah. it.
1: Uh, nice, nice and clean start next week for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Matt, yeah, that's what yeah. We thanks, want. Matt. <laughs> Matt. Thanks so much, Matt. <laughs>
0: Uh, woke up to the news this morning. If you're a big fan of the Live with Kelly and Ryan show, previously Kelly and Regis, like the
1: before that it was Kelly and Michael, yes, who was the uh, NFL guy.
0: That's right. And
1: then yeah, it was Regis and Kelly. For
0: Regis years. and Kelly. Re- Regis is like
1: the Burt Newton of America. <laughs> Just TV royalty.
0: Honestly. And I had no idea that Ryan Seacrest had been hosting the last six seasons with Kelly Ripper. I feel feel
1: like he hosts everything.
0: I should just assume that. If there's something to host. If there's a
1: new show, Ryan Seacrest (laughs) is going to be hosting it.
0: (laughs) He is actually stepping down, though. Uh, He's hosted uh, with Kelly, as I said, for the last six seasons. And they've just revealed that her new host is somebody that she knows very very well, it's her husband, Mark Consuelos. I think he's guest-hosted a few times. Um, God, how
1: desperate were they in those <laughs> days?
0: <to> <laughs> <just> <laughs> like, We've got no one. Just get Mark on. Kelly, bring your husband in. And they have obviously incredible chemistry. They're one of those couples that are... Heavy on the PDA on social media, but they've been together for a long time—in Hollywood years, a thousand years of marriage, essentially. But it got us thinking on thirteen ten sixty. When did working with your partner go a bit wrong?
1: Look, we could be glass half full people here and just say thirteen ten sixty. How great is it?
0: Yeah. Part- it a- so nice you see them at work and at home. Because uh, who needs time apart, Bronte? Yeah. <laughs> Screw that.
1: Let's be honest though; it's more fun. Yeah. To go thirteen ten sixty. When did working with your partner go wrong? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just gonna put it out there now. Couldn't do it. No. No. Well, actually, let me let me say that again. I could do it. Yeah. Because Michelle doesn't annoy me. <laughs> okay. Michelle couldn't do it. <laughs> I like, go and drive her up the wall.
0: Yeah. It. it I imagine. You would have to separate, like, the work version of you and the home life version, but sometimes those lines would bleed and those are the horror stories we want to know. Did you have mm. to, like, reprimand your partner at the w- at work or, like, yeah. they did something wrong or you did something wrong? We just want to know, 131060, working with your partner, when did it go wrong?
1: Now you mentioned it, actually. I've got a very close friend of mine who works with his wife. Yes. We caught up over Christmas and he said the hardest thing is, like, we'll be having dinner or something and and someone will bring up something to do with work or we'll literally be laying in bed ready yep. to go to sleep. Yeah. And work will come up. And that's unhealthy.
0: It is. You need the separation or you need to just completely leave that at the door and be like, work home life, no work chat. Uh,
1: 13 10, 60, it's a nightmare to me. <laughs> Ah, uh, lots coming through. Everyone on the air, of course, in the draw to win those ticks to see pink live in Brisbane. Belinda's first. Belinda, working with your partner, what horror story went down?
0: Um, so I currently work with my partner and I work in operations and he works in sales. Okay. So it's literally um, the horror stories is taking work home with you. Mm. And, okay. Yeah, fighting over things that happen at work that affect both of our roles, that we know the people.
1: Yeah, John, I feel like there's enough to fight so, about.
0: Yeah, so often, yeah, well, often like, you know, for example, finance will do something to me, and he'll try and try to defend me. And yeah, I'm like no, it has nothing to do with you.
1: Yeah. That is, oh, there's enough to fight about in a relationship. You don't need work quarrels <laughs> to to really, you know, fire you up. Yeah, uh, Jolene is here. Jolene, working with your partner, horror stories. What happened?
0: So, we were 21. Um, we worked on two and a half million acres down in South Australia.
1: Oh, my God. So, what, like uh, jack Jackaroing rooing or something? Yeah, yeah. We were down mustering. Yeah. Um, and we went in there, all lovey-dovey. Um, we put the two single beds together, so we could sleep together at night. And six months later, those beds were better. <laughs> and oh, no. The pipe. We
0: went. Standing in the yards, and so much of me just wanted to hit him with the jigger. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what a jigger is, but it sounds like it could do some damage. I don't think
1: I want to be hit with one. Alpha Bucks is back Monday after 8 a.m. It'd be a good way to start your week off with a thousand bucks in the bank.
0: Can we just say, who was the contestant today? Do you have that information readily available? It was the
1: lovely Christina.
0: She was lovely, but she just gave up. She literally said, I give up. But you don't do that. Power through with alpha bucks. It might come to you.
1: you got to be like Dory from yes. Finding Nemo. Just keep swimming, just keep, keep swimming. swimming.
0: Or just keep listening to this podcast so you can get the clue and the letter for Monday because that also will really help.
1: Which is hexagon. Hexagon. So H is your letter. Yes. And hexagon is your free answer. So it would be name of shape, wouldn't it? Name of shape. you assume, so. assume so. Hexagon. H is your letter for Monday's alpha bucks on here. <laughs>
0: before the end of our first week highlighting couples who have entered at hit.com.au for our leap of faith, wanting to leave it in our hands to uh, perform a marriage ceremony Mm. for them. And by our hands, I absolutely mean only your hands. Yeah,
1: well, I'm I'm doing the marriage part. But I think we are both behind the twists.
0: Which hasn't been happen. revealed. No, we haven't revealed the twist. No, 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 no. We're not just going
1: to do a plain old marriage on air. There is going to be a twist. No,
0: nothing <laughs> plain old um,
1: about it. Oh, there's a nervous laugh Stop. from um, <laughs> Bex and Matt, our fifth and final couple this week we're going to meet who could potentially take it out. Morning, guys. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. How are we?
0: We're good. Lovely to chat with you. Can you tell us a little bit about your love story, how you met and all that?
1: Yeah, well, actually, we're a... Uh quite a successful Tinder story, actually. Oh. So It does actually happen.
0: Okay. Um, who liked who first or who matched and who sent the first message?
1: Um, I think I liked her first and message first and then from there it just sort of – Eventuated into this thing that we just couldn't leave each other. And you've both been swiping right ever since. Cute. Yeah. Uh,
0: only on each other we should clarify. I mean,
1: only yeah. on each other. Only on each
0: other. <laughs> so been engaged for a little while, no solid wedding plans, just kind of enjoying the no. engagement. Yeah.
1: yeah, everyone keeps asking, like, when's the wedding, when's the day? And we're like, oh, we don't know. Because, <laughs> well, you know, look, when you, like, obviously life gets involved. Like, we decide, like, we had a baby, then I've, we bought a house. And, and we both we both had kids previously. And, 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 so like, we've I've got, got two from a previous relationship. Sure. Bex got one child from a previous relationship. And, you know, they've started motocross now, so we're... Busy doing motorbike repairs and life. Life, like, and then life just keeps going on. But like, and I really want to be able to take that next step to sort of solidify a relationship. Fair enough. Bex, is it true you're afraid of fights?
0: Yes. <laughs> Okay. All right, that's good to know. Uh, maybe uh, maybe it's good to know. It's just maybe something it to know, I guess, about. A bit of, yeah,
1: bit yeah. Of nervous uh, are you nervous that, that this has something to do with heights? Yeah, well, especially because it says the leap of faith. I know that it is like when I was in primary school, we went on a high ropes course, and there was a thing called the leap of faith, where you had to jump out and like catch a balloon or something. Yeah, that's what that's you got to do. That's solar idea. We're taking you back to school camp. We've got the balloon ready. you got to like, jump. Oh this, this was at 3 a.m. this morning. That thought just popped into my head. Oh, no. We're going to meet more people next week, uh, right throughout the week. But for now, uh, Bex and Matt, our fifth and final couple this week for Leap of Faith. Great to get to know you guys. Good luck. Thank Absolutely. Thank, thank you. you so much. It's been a while since I've heard Will Smith's Men in Black.
0: Yeah? And there was
1: a bit of a thing the other day. I was in the kitchen. I was making the kids a pasta bake. Yum. And we're forced to eat it as well, Sue. You say yum, but when you got young kids, you get sick of pasta baking very quickly. Good to know. Let me tell you. But I had one of the music channels on in the background, and <laughs> what I thought Will Smith was Will Smith's Men in Black. Yes. Came on the song. <laughs> Only after I sort of listened, because the start was exactly the same as Will Smith's Man in Black, but then kind of kicked in and a woman was singing. Huh. I realised very quickly that it was a – because you know how on some of the music channels and stuff it comes up, like the name of the song and the year it was released?
0: Yes, yes.
1: It was released in the 70s. And it's at that point, making that pasta bake in the kitchen, I realised for the first time in my life, mm. and this song been around since the 90s, Yeah, realised that Will Smith's Man in Black is in fact – A cover song. Is this the original? This is the original. This is Patrice Russian, who I've never heard of. Wow! But that's clearly Men in Black, right?
0: She's singing something about men in black?
1: No. Forget me, nah. That's the name wow. of her song. So they've just taken the music and they've put men in black in. So I guess it's not a direct cover. It's a repurposing.
0: No, but it's they've taken the, the tune and everything. It's yeah. a cover.
1: Um, it got me Googling like popular songs that we're always singing or we're always playing on the radio or just songs that we all know mm-hmm. that we didn't know were cover songs. Yeah. One of them that I think will shock you because I know you're a fan.
0: If I were a boy
1: No I think Beyonce Knowles I Were A Boy yeah. Is a direct cover No way Of an artist called BC Jeans Whose record company Did not let her oh. Release the song They said that is never Going to be a hit If
0: I were a boy wow. I think that I'd understand
1: She's got more like a Rungy,
0: Gravely, yeah. gravelly,
1: rocky thing kind of going on.
0: love girl I swear i be a better man Oh my gosh, and then Beyonce schooled her. Oh, babe, <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm going to be honest. Like a lot of the covers, much better <laughs> might okay. than the OGs. Good to know. If I said the name Natalie Imbruglia to you, what yep. song oh, no. would come to mind? The
0: only one I could <laughs> Oh my God.
1: It's Originally done about 15 years earlier no way. by a Los Angeles rock band called Edna Swab. Yeah? Nat I think mean, Nat
0: nailed
1: it.
0: Nailed it. The yeah,
1: they all do. Uh, Daryl Braithwaite. That's the way But a song from much earlier. A woman named Ricky Lee Jones yes. actually sung the horses first.
0: That is Shocking. Like, Daryl Braithwaite, I think, to many people, that is his song, which it is, but, like, I genuinely thought he wrote that one.
1: Again, do you feel like he schooled her? Like, vocally, I feel like Daryl... I don't even even think
0: we need to ask the question. Pretty
1: damn strong, (laughs) strong performance of that. I'm going to end on one more. Yep. Whitney Houston's biggest hit. Yeah. And the song that is made literally hundreds of millions of dollars Ooh. in royalties Ooh. to a woman who actually wrote it by the name of Dolly Parton.
0: I love you. Oh, I love the country twang of it all. Right.
1: So the story goes, Dolly Parton wrote that song to quit a job. So she had a very close relationship with, with the boss of the job. It was like a country music television show she was yeah. on. She was the co-host and she got sort of bigger than the main star. Of course. Her name was Carter or something like that, like a real country,
0: mm.
1: you know, country music kind of name. And to break up with the show and him, she wrote the song, I Will Always Love You. She
0: married at the time? Uh, she was married at the time. Oh, okay. Well, you
1: can't judge. That's how you've always <laughs> left every job. It's <laughs> Enough mucking about. We've been talking about it since 6am. Let's do it. Pink is
0: bringing her summer carnival tour to Australia in February 2024. You guys ready? All morning, I don't think our phones have ever been so full, which I am a little offended by, Cliffo, mm-hmm. but... It's understandable because we have some of the first tickets in town to see pink.
1: Look, they don't even go on sale until 10 a.m. this morning. It's another <laughs> hour and a bit before they go on sale, but we have a double pass to give away right now. And every person who's gotten on the air today, mm-hmm. I've got their name on a big, like, Wheel of Fortune do style. Do you? Oh, I can see it. Okay, are you ready
0: for me to click it and spin it? Oh, I don't know if everyone else is ready, but let's do it. It's spinning! Oh my, god oh, god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my
1: god. It's landing on. Uh, nearly, nearly started with this, but it's Amanda. The winner is a woman by the name of Amanda.
0: Amanda. Le- Leash,
1: go and get her on the phone, but don't tell her that she's won, okay? We want to just say Cliffo and Bronte want to catch up or whatever, and we'll give her the good news. Okay. So we hopefully get the screen.
0: I love it. I love it.
1: Um, but we are about to get Amanda
0: mm-hmm.
1: on the phone. And if you've missed this, uh, she has won, but she doesn't know it yet tickets to Pete so, sh- in a year's time. I think we've got her. Amanda, are you there?
0: I am. How are you? How's your Friday? Awesome. Oh, good. Are you
1: feeling good? Are you feeling like it, it could I'm be I'm feeling you? a lot
0: better now. You have rung me back. I hope it is. It's on my birthday next year, so it was my birthday oh, yesterday. Yes. Because we had a few Amanda's yes. in the draw, so I wasn't sure which one it was.
1: Okay, so you, your birthday is was yesterday. 16th of
0: Feb. Yeah,
1: yeah. and she's playing the 16th and 17th of Feb. Mm, so it would be like the world's best birthday present if mm. we gave you the double pass right now.
0: It would be amazing. I missed out on the preset sale tickets the other day, and I've wanted to go for years, so it would be awesome. It would be. It really would be, wouldn't it? (sighs) Such a shame, though. Are you going to give them to me? (laughs) Such a shame, though. Such a shame shame that... that... Everyone else misses out because, Amanda. Oh, you're amazing. You're awesome. (laughs) Thank you so much. That's freaking awesome. (laughs) Happy birthday
1: (laughs) for yesterday and more importantly, happy birthday for your birthday in 2024, I think. That's going to be the big one. Yes.
0: (laughs) An awesome birthday present. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. That was the Cliffo and Bronte podcast.